0: This is the show where we pair the perfect beverage with the events in our lives. This is Let's Drink About It.
1: This is our lovely and talented guest, Tessa Stewart.
0: Hi. Uh, Hi, Tessa.
1: A reporter for The Village Voice. That's right. Formerly of BuzzFeed, formerly of...
2: LA Weekly before that. LA
1: Weekly, formerly of Santa Cruz.
2: <laughs> Santa Cruz Weekly before that, yeah. that's right.
1: If there's an, uh, an alternative paper that you've read, chances are <laughs> Tessa has... has investigated something for them
2: it's true i even worked for your hometown out weekly i interned there at the east bay express no way that's true that's where i got my start
1: that's probably where i f- first got into bondage advertisements <laughs> <laughs> sounds
2: about sounds exactly right
1: a long what percentage end- of the business model of a weekly paper is questionable sex Classifieds.
2: Definitely lots of sex classifieds and lots of pop classifieds. That's like pretty much like 90%. Yeah, I guess we
0: don't have that as much here. Here. We don't have it here either. It's true. But plenty of sex classifieds. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say, while
1: I appreciate that that is a thing that some people uh, need in life, I really hate like, opening the back of a paper like that to find the Savage Love column and then
0: read it in public and have all of the things around it be, like, (laughs) full-color porno ad? But, I mean, really, at this point, people have to know that it's the Savage Love column you're reading and not... I mean, I don't know. Like, maybe there's a a pervert that just constantly peruses the back page of the ads always, but... I guess. I I don't know. I
1: I don't know. I mean, I, um, I... I do feel like I... I can't even explain it away like, no, no, I'm reading the sex advice column. Not, not <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Sure.
2: Not looking for a sexual partner to pay <laughs> right. for their
0: services. I just want to read about other people's sexual experiences. Right. I'm I'm reading the column
1: by America's number one defender of the rights of all of the other things on this page.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> you guys you guys have a great weekly in Toronto too.
0: Now? Yeah, now. Yeah, yeah the yeah. Uh, the sex ads in there are generally i mean i guess they're filthy everywhere but i mean it's one of those things Like, you i have to do the same thing as you ben you know scroll past or flip past the uh those ads to get to the savage love and i don't know why maybe he pays for the back page i guess it makes sense to be there in amongst the i think
2: it's it's... oh sorry
0: no no go ahead just because
1: if you if you put that back there then the people that are interested in it are likely to find something that else that they're interested in
2: well i think it's like it's also about like you know De- he's like he's all about destigmatizing, right. you yeah, know,
0: sure, yeah,
2: like fetishes and things like that. Um, but that's, I mean, that's what's cool is that uh, Savage Love kind of made it definitely contribute to making like alt alt news yeah. more mainstream. I guess mm-hmm. I guess that's cool. Maybe it's not.
1: Sure. Uh, <laughs> now, Tessa, I can't help but notice that you have some extremely cool nail art going on. I
2: do. I have. How would you describe it? I think that they're kind of like diamonds.
1: Oh wow! So, and they don't even go all the way up the nail on a couple of them. Some
2: of them don't.
1: They're sort of geometric diamondy designs, and yeah. uh, <laughs> some of them are filled in white all the way. Can and you see, Chris?
0: I can see. Yeah, I can kind of see. Oh yeah! Wow,
1: glittery. That is uh, no glitter. That's exquisite. Do, white, you, do you yeah. do that yourself, or do you have a professional do that? You
2: know what? I had a professional do it this last time. Wow.
1: Yeah. You that's like it, a that's like a whole uh life expense that I have no <laughs> you know, need to I don't feel any personal uh drive to go get my nails did. I had a I had a pedicure one time, uh, because Rachel got us this like couple's day at a spa and we went and, and that was like part of it. And uh I, I had the I had the lady that was doing my pedicure in stitches because I was like, you, you know, you're pushing back about thirty years of cuticle growth right now. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she, I don't think she'd ever had to do that before. <laughs> you know, the, the
0: the one thing that used to really, I don't know, irk me about like nails is like the one nail that w- someone would get maybe like pierced. You know, like is it, like a pinky nail or a something. What? Like, like, a, no, yeah, I've there's, never like, seen a little, that. Like, jewel like p- like punched through the nail, and I'm assuming it's a fake nail, like a, but it oh, might not god, be. Oh god, that is. But just despicable yeah it just make me like it would make me i would always think it's the real nail and there's like a hole in it and with like a little like uh, i don't know just i'm no. i'm sure it's not painful but man it didn't make me feel good that's
2: terrifying i i know like a lot of art though like i got this done this weekend because my best friend my childhood best friend was in town and we went treat ourselves kind of thing and she got like a bunch of yeah
1: exactly get your nails did
2: um (laughs) she got a bunch of like gold grommets and they, they like glued them on her nail and then shellacked over it.
1: Whoa, so she has that like a textured hardware. nail. Yeah. <laughs> she could like get in a fight with Wolverine and have a fighting chance. Yes. That's pretty good. Tessa, what's going on with you this week?
2: Well, you know, earlier this week, I, I've actually spent a lot of this week managing my sister's OKCupid profile, <laughs> which I'm doing kind of as a favor, and I think it's better to have someone else do it.
1: That's interesting
2: because I think you, it, you're. I think people get kind of self conscious when they're talking about themselves, mm-hmm. and it gets in the way of like really accurately describing themselves. Sure. So
1: I read a newspaper article that um, it was uh, a study. Where they were trying to get to the bottom of the wage gap between men and women, and they found that in when women advocated for somebody else's salary, they got much better compensation than when they advocated for their own salary. Mm-hmm. You know, nine times out of ten or whatever. I believe so. That. It's interesting to take that theory into the dating world, right? So you're writing it up.
2: So I, I mean, what actually I like, I started to write it, and it was on a day where I was like, I was at home doing like she had been she we had been talking about it and and she the reason i ended up getting the reason i got roped into doing this is because <laughs> i can't she, she was complaining about how like not meeting people or meeting the wrong kinds of people and i was like why don't you just do okcupid like that's super easy i know a lot of people that it's worked for um and she was like well, got I the tried best that, reputation
1: but really... of the various things of I the various in, dating sites yeah and tinder i guess Tinder, uh-huh.
2: but has the connotation of, like, it's just hookup, uh-huh. right? right? But it doesn't have, like, eHarmony, like the religious overtones or match.com.
0: Or uh, one I found out about while researching this was, uh, it's just lunch. <laughs> no, I've never heard of that um, one, but... I, Yeah, I, I haven't either, and it boasts itself as the world's number one personalized matchmaking service. Number one. I've number... never heard of it.
2: I I bet that's not true. I bet they're fibbing.
0: Maybe, yeah. Who, maybe what, you guys know it What sanctioning it body yeah. gave them that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: No, there there are a million kinds of dating websites out there. There's like ones that are just for finding a sugar daddy. Yeah. There's one yeah. that's like farmers, if for oh, farmers yeah, yeah. to connect with other farmers. Um, um,
1: city folk just won't understand. Exactly. Yeah, that's like uh, the
0: best advertisement ever.
1: I heard the guy that does the um, the people that want to cheat dating website Ashley on Madison. A, yeah, on a on a podcast, and he has like a whole range of scummy dating websites like they're all like for people with loose morals basically <laughs>
2: i i okay so i actually get a lot of press releases from these types of websites they send them, they email me and are like here's what here's new york funky
1: alt story yeah. that you can write <laughs> yeah, up.
2: yeah exactly it's like 70 percent of college women are having their like their education subsidized by their sugar daddies it's always like totally made up <laughs> stuff that they're just trying to get there yeah their brand out there so
1: says the number one dating website (laughs) yeah (laughs) that you've never heard of (laughs) exactly
0: so now Um, have either of you ever used an online dating site uh maybe it's a personal question but i'm curious i have never and i i know people that do but
1: when i was in college i went on a couple of craigslist dates but i was too socially underdeveloped to really close the deal as it were you
2: you do in a way have a craigslist fiance
1: i do have a yeah my fiance is a craigslist fiance but only because what, what? she found an ad wait but an ad written by somebody else oh. to live in the apartment that i lived in
0: no so that's way that's interesting yeah you guys it's met true.
1: through craigslist yeah. in a
0: in a roundabout way
1: the first time we met she was coming over to like look at the room and decide if she wanted to Pay way too much money to live in it.
0: So she said no to the room, but yes to Ben?
1: Uh, she said yes to both. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow, that's yeah. crazy.
0: Um, when, yeah, I, I, when I decided
1: I, to date, I had to, had to kick, her, kick her ass out. There's no way that's going to work. Too yeah. awkward.
0: The idea of online dating is uh, not something I... Well, I guess I think about it, but I don't think I'll ever do it. And I don't You're too
1: old-fashioned, Chris.
0: Uh, yeah. I just want to meet people on the street. Yeah, so- you know.
2: I did. I did. Back when I lived in Santa Cruz, I ha- did have an OK Cupid profile for a little while, and I'm kind of a hypocrite because I was encouraging my sister to do it. Well, I only did it. I only went on one date and then like wow. deactivated it because it was such a bad experience. But
0: <laughs> well, this is yeah, the thing. I think that
1: girls get um, a pretty they' They're signing up for something pretty upsetting a lot of the time with those websites. It can be
2: uh, yeah, I think it's nice I mean this is one of the things that's nice is when you have someone help you you can they can kind of like delete the abusive messages before you oh, get them so through.
1: you're serving not just as a copywriter but also as a filter
2: a little bit of both yeah that's that's hmm. true but as copywriting so so I shouldn't take that much credit because what happened was I tried to write some stuff and I was kind of like. I don't even know. The, the, I think the <laughs> way to win. What voice do you write
1: it in? Like, do you write it in the first <laughs> person? Like, I am.
2: <laughs> I think that the way, the way to win on your OKQ, OK like when you have win your profile is to, is to use like that term. But um, <laughs> the way to do it right is, is like you have to have as many specific, like very specific things as possible, because if you're too general, people will just like gloss over it. Right. But if there's something that they can latch on to, that they can send you a message about, um, right. then they will. Um
1: S- specificity is an important uh thing that a lot of people often forget to use when writing anything.
2: It's true. This is true. Um but then I was kind of struggling to figure He said figure- in a
1: very general manner <laughs> and then left the room because he's an idiot. <laughs>
2: but i was kind of struggling to figure out like what her her like specificity stuff would be like for, right. for me i know because you don't would know be. her
1: that well yeah i
2: mean we've only lived together our entire lives but <laughs> or my entire life because she's she's a couple years older than me but um so what we did instead was like went over we had dinner on monday and we invited my boyfriend our other sister's boyfriend Her roommate and her roommate's boyfriend, and we all basically just wrote the profile together. This is
1: like a writer's room, and you're the head writer on on the Tonight Show with
0: your sister.
2: That's exactly what happened.
1: Uh, So everyone's
0: got something involved. Like you're all right. Everyone's got something on this. Like you know, whether she succeeds or fails, it's all on you guys. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now will all of these people be on the first date to (laughs) vet the candidate? Probably should. That's actually table behind. Yeah, Yeah, just behind each other. Everybody's wearing like spectacles with cameras hidden in them like and... the
2: nose with the mustache sure. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: yo oh that girl that looks exactly like me right at the yeah. next table never heard of her yeah. <laughs> tessa, tessa bears a striking resemblance at least to the sister that i've met
2: we do we look a lot alike so much that in high school like our teachers would get us confused yeah. even though we were three years apart so well, so people the way it actually worked out because then we got we got male perspective and girl perspective and there was lots of like vetoing of different things that people said so
1: male perspective and girl perspective eh?
0: (laughs) (laughs) well Ben how about you what's what's uh how's your week been shaping up
1: uh my week's going well um the the big thing that I have been kind of fixated on is I'm uh thinking about investing a lot of money in um some camera equipment, and also in this uh, in this documentary project that I'm working on. Um, and it's, like, kind of more money than I really reasonably should, probably. <laughs> but um, I've gotten to, like, a point in my career where it, I always think about, like, oh, if I had a business manager that, you know, could do, like, some business development and some bookkeeping or something like that then I could focus all of my energies on creative filmmaking and you know doing the work that I really enjoy and I feel like if I did have that person the business would be making enough money to support both of our salaries but I haven't had enough money to like bring somebody like that on because I think that you know there would probably be a good six months to a year before the momentum increased to the point where the income was sufficient um mm-hmm. so instead i'm investing in in a uh, this project and i'm buying some camera equipment that i wouldn't normally just buy to to shoot it um some expensive lenses and to give you some perspective on the expense without uh tipping my hand too much i'm thinking about having them sent to a friend's house in a different state so i don't have to pay the massive sales (laughs) tax on it um smart but uh yeah it's um i'm a little bit anxious about it because it's probably you know if depending on how it goes down it's looking like kind of the biggest financial risk i've ever taken um which is not to say that i'm like super risk averse but um you know, I'm gonna put a bunch of money into the budget of the movie and into the into the equipment that we shoot it on at the same time, and uh, I'm a little bit a little bit antsy about it. But what do
2: the different lenses do? Like, what what? Do you...
1: um, well, the when you're shooting cinematically, generally you don't use zoom lenses. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, cinema zoom lenses are exquisitely expensive. Like, like they're kind of like $45,000 and up <laughs> um, wow. and typically people rent them, but I shoot often enough that I can make a case to myself that having uh, prime lenses, which are fixed focal length lenses uh, would actually help me in the long run. Um, and the thing, the other thing about lenses uh, for, you know, from an investment standpoint is that they never go out of style like a, a cinema lens from 30 years ago will still mount on cameras and still works totally well and uh they don't like you know they're not like a a camera body which you know the second it's 2 years old it's like a little bit it's a little bit obsolete um
2: so they hold their value
1: they hold their value and they hold their their usefulness longer so while they're more expensive up front than a lot of things they uh they're kind of a worthwhile expense. And since I'm making a feature film that I would hopefully like to see in theaters one day, I want to, you know, make it look as good as I can make it look. And so I keep, uh, you know, filling up my cart on B and H, uh, uh, camera, camera equipment website and going, (laughs) and then I put in various zip codes and see what the shipping and the tax is going to be. And I'm like, Oh God, Oh no. Oh, but, uh, yeah, so that's the uh, that's my life event this week. Going going way out on a financial limb with a semi-calculated intention. Well, to-
0: at risk of sounding like a uh, a a cheesy sob or b a that's, dad. I mean, ultimately I thought that was the
1: role you played on this podcast. It pretty much
0: <laughs> is, but i you know ultimately the investment is in your own business and yourself. So really, you know, it's an expense that you can kind of like cringe at at first, but it's like you say, there's you know minimal risk down the road for uh like losing value and you know you're gonna get something like the 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 final product will be you know exceptional hopefully if you don't fuck it up
1: yeah
2: look that's your business manager giving you the okay right now. there
0: you go bam
1: um boom you you want a job chris yeah (laughs) um i'm not gonna sponsor your visa at all but um I'm just no. going to say yes to
0: everything, though, and, you know, be careful, because I'll be like, yeah, that's great, you know? It's, yeah, it sounds you're... like a good idea. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know me, Chris Bowman, guy who's super good at running his life.
0: <laughs> oh, hey, that's low. That is low. But, yeah, you're right. Uh, I'm a fucking walking shambles, you know? So <laughs> uh, Anyway, yeah. What's
1: going on with you this week, Chris?
0: Uh, I'm falling apart. Um, <laughs> what? Um, uh i can't uh i can't shake this like bum knee i've got i i've been i've had mris on both knees i've got the okay from uh my doctor everything's as it should be uh but i am just suffering from some inexplicable ache and pain actually both like my hip and my knee and i swear to god i sound like an old person i'm not as old as i sound but um yeah yeah i'm uh, i don't know what to do
1: What's the nature of the okay? Are you okay to go for jogs? or Are you okay to like not be in traction?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I suppose I didn't get the finer points of the okay, but yeah, I know I can exercise. I can run. Like you know, running is obviously a something I used. It's not obvious. It's a higher impact thing. That's the obvious thing. But I used to run a lot, and I want to yeah. run again. And um, and I walk a ton. Like I walk so much, and I, I find that. It, you know, I said to the doctor, I, I, I walk everywhere, and, and I would think that my knee is sort of getting stronger. And he said, but, yeah, that could be the problem. They, you know, it could be something to do with the way you walk, like if you're compensating for something. Or, um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm walking too much. And maybe you got to get some orthotics. You ever no, you know what you
2: should get, actually, is a foam roller. Do you have one of those? Oh,
0: uh, I've used one before, yeah, and they are <laughs> excruciatingly amazing. It's Supposed to be it.
1: so
2: good for knee pain and hip pain both.
1: I need. Okay. I have knee pain too. What, tell me about a foam roller.
2: So it's a huge. It's like a. I don't know. I mean, it's they're like, like a they're
0: foam core. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. It's like a long. It's like a long tube that's that's like it's thick foam. It's uh-huh. filled what, with foam. What do you foam. stick
1: your leg in it or something?
2: No, you roll on top of it. Oh. And so I.
1: It's like a massaging thing. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So it 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 like it massages your muscles, but. You can get it. The like the more intense you go, you get like harder and harder ones. And Rachel and I had a Pilates instructor in college who would do it on like a steel bar. I like didn't a know steel, Rachel had done Pilates. A steel. Wedding off. What? Because <laughs> <laughs> she was that hardcore. Wow. So them.
0: But those, yeah, those are. You know, when you say massage, it, you know, you think of something. Oh, that's nice and relaxing. These things, you know, you're supposed to find the the painful area, like the knot, and then you just kind of. Work, work it. that knot, yeah, and it's ooh, it hurts so, so good. And so you work your way up to steel.
1: Yes. Yeah. Wow. I have never in my life heard of this, and I've been a total dork from my whole life. So you would think <laughs> I would have.
0: I mean, as you as you uh, uh, demonstrate on a weekly basis, your your the, yeah. the level of your knowledge is dork it's level.
1: Dork, dork, dork.
0: And I mean that in the most endearing way. That is, you know, I wish I was a bigger dork. (laughs) The way this is going to work,
1: Tessa, is we're going to make a drink that I came up with for you, and we're going to make a drink that he came up with for you, and you're going to have to pick which is the best drink. Okay. The drink I picked out for you, Tessa, is the copywriter, uh, which is... Two ounces of Irish whiskey, three quarters of an ounce of freshly squeezed uh, lemon juice, half an ounce of Carpano Antica, which is a sweet vermouth, um, half an ounce of honey syrup, uh, some chilled seltzer, and a twist of lemon. So uh, you're going to add whiskey, lemon, uh, vermouth, and honey syrup to a cocktail shaker Fill it with ice, shake it until it's chilled, strain it into an ice-filled Collins glass, top with seltzer, and garnish with a twist.
0: hmm
2: I like that. Sounds
0: nice. Um, and my drink for you, Tessa, is The Last Word. Uh, it's uh, three-quarter ounces of gin, uh, three-quarter ounces of green chartreuse, three-quarter ounces of maraschino liqueur, and three-quarter ounces of lime juice. Um, Combine all ingredients in a shaker with ice. Shake and strain into a cocktail glass. And uh, I don't have a garnish, but... Yeah, we'll figure something out. Um, (laughs) So a classic, another classic cocktail there. That is a classic. Um, You know what I meant to sort of address really quickly before when we were talking about the dating website and stuff? Again, I found somebody in the Huffington Post wrote an article, and I refuse to take down any of the details because, you know, except for this this one, it's like, you know, what does... uh, getting together mean t- it's sort of you can read um someone's intention by what time of the day or what the plan is right and so this guy's hmm. advice to uh its first date guidelines was um coffee equals just say no, no. Uh, uh drinks are a drunken audition uh lunch only if he's a millionaire <laughs> <laughs> and uh dinner if he likes it, then he's going to put a ring on it. Otherwise, at least you're going to get a free meal out of it. Now, is, is that like, is it just me or is that kind of like gross? That seems, that seems a little retrograde to me. Yeah.
2: I don't know. I mean, like, <clears throat> I mean, I would disagree. I would also disagree with, with the like classifications that, that per meal.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, I, I I'm in complete disagreement with that altogether. You know, it kind of, yeah. for me, it, it reeks of that guy that wrote, I hope they serve beer in hell, whatever that guy's name is.
2: Oh, you know? yeah. He's such an asshole. Oh, my
0: God. like <laughs> Tucker Max. Tucker Max.
1: Is yeah. that the guy that did the pickup yeah. artist book?
2: Mm.
1: I don't he know. He wrote a
2: book about how what a huge asshole he is, like That'd all be... the fucked up shit that he had done.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sounds splendid. I'll yeah. run right out to my local library. And <laughs> <laughs> smear it on my butt. Have
0: that on your uh, borrowing record. Um,
1: Well, Chris, the... Uh, the drink I came up with for you is a little bit, uh, little bit sexist, so I apologize in advance. It's called the Old Maid. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's two ounces of gin, an ounce of lime juice, three-quarter ounces of simple syrup, six mint leaves, and four slices of cucumber. So you're you going to muddle the mint, uh, the cucumber, and the simple syrup, add ice and everything else, shake and strain over one big ice cube in a chilled rocks glass. And, uh, mm-hmm. I only, p- I just want to caveat, I only picked that because the drink I picked for you before, uh, we had to shoot down because it was going to cost you like a hundred dollars to assemble all the, dr- yeah. The, uh, I mean, you know, those,
0: the ingredients stick around for a while, but you yeah. know, do I want to put that, put up that expense right away?
1: Yeah. It's, uh, it was, it was, it was fair of you to, uh, to shoot it down. Business <laughs> manager it un- says no. Unfair of me to be such a, <laughs> I guess such I don't a- say
0: to yes, yes to everything. Yeah. Yeah
1: such a pig in picking my second drink so i apologize
0: (laughs) uh well that that one sounds like a good one so is that is it kind of like a gin mojito maybe with uh
1: yeah it's um it's actually out of the uh pdt cocktail book which i highly recommend um there's a little story about how it was invented in the lower east side company bar which was a great bar that is no more um but it's basically a gimlet with cucumber in it. Mm. Okay. Um,
0: so uh, Very uh,
1: refreshing sounding.
0: Uh, yours is maybe a little less refreshing sounding, but I think it sounds delicious. It's uh, the Cream Sherry Flip. We haven't done a flip on this show yet, so this is our first flip.
1: Yeah, I think we also haven't done any cream-based beverages yet so no. this is a or, a or first on based. two fronts
0: maybe three because there's no, we've never done a sherry drink either so
2: you guys are blazing trails
0: seriously it's going <laughs> yes we are it's going super well over here <laughs> uh so you've got two and a half ounces of cream sherry one whole egg a teaspoon of super fine sugar a teaspoon of light cream and one teaspoon of grated nutmeg uh, combine the sherry egg and cream in a cocktail shaker uh with a uh, half full of ice and shake well uh, Oh, it actually, doesn't have a glass suggestion here, but you'll know what to do with that, Ben, uh, and garnish with a dusting and nutmeg.
1: A uh, cocktail glass, okay.
0: Yeah, Did I say it? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, so that that to me, I basically I, I was looking up um, investment cocktails, right, and it came up <laughs> with you know like drinks maybe people with money might like, and uh, the Franklin Mortgage and Investment Company is a bar in Philadelphia, and they had I think <laughs> nine nine drinks on there, and they all looked incredible. Uh, wow, but the flip was on there, and I just I, I ran with the flip. I, I got it from somewhere else, but uh, the bar gave me the suggestion. I'm all for it. Great. Okay, guys, let's uh, let's take a quick break. We'll come
1: back with our beverages.
0: Oh boy, I tell you, uh, most people can't function properly. Without their morning cup of coffee, I can't function without my one day a week, single alcoholic beverage. I allow myself. So you can you can imagine how stressful that week is.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I
0: feel so much better. Well, salute everybody.
1: Hey,
2: cheers. Yeah,
0: cheers. Cheers, buddy. Cheers.
2: Mmm, <sighs> this is good.
0: Summer in a glass.
1: Mm, so the. Tessa is currently drinking
0: the the copywriter cocktail. I
1: like it.
0: The um, seltzer.
1: Yeah. Nice A little effervescence.
0: Mhm. Um Uh, how do you like your drink, Chris? Um it's gorgeous. It's so refreshing. Really? It's I wish it, I wish it was much hotter and we are outside right now. But uh and what do
1: you got for weather uh up there these days?
0: Uh, it's, uh, been raining the last few days, so it's raining now, um, wow. but it's been warmer, it's been warmer.
1: We've had a little rain today, but it's, uh, it's nice and sunny out right now. Mm, lucky. It feels yeah. a
2: little tropical. It's very humid.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's nice. It's kind of the, the New York summer way. Mm-hmm.
0: I think our summers are similar. Very, uh, it's kind of like living in a soup bowl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um... Your drink looks really lovely, Chris. Uh, it's got mm. good color to it. It does, yeah. It's very uh, nice. I don't know if you can see mine in the Skype, but mine looks like sort of like an ostrich uh, had a nocturnal emission in a in a glass. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, tastes about well. The enjoy. Same. Bottoms up, I, my I friend. don't know if I love sherry. I'm gonna. I, I don't know if that's controversial or not, but sherry oh, might not be my uh, my liquor of choice.
0: Well, you didn't like bourbon, and you know how that turned out.
1: I ended up liking the bourbon drink though.
0: Mhm, that's what I mean.
1: Yeah. I steer clear of whiskey generally speaking, but Chris has Why decided that? that he's got leave to make me drink it. <laughs>
2: do you guys have a do you have a liquor that you is that is whiskey like your liquor that you won't drink? Yeah, whiskey. I feel like everybody has one.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whiskey's off my off my list more or less, but I mean Yeah, I've had it a couple of times now and it uh it hasn't affected me in the way that I don't want it to so maybe it's back on (laughs) did you have
2: did you have an experience tied to uh
1: yeah i mean i i haven't had it i mean the couple of recent times have been the first time in years that i've let it pass my lips but previously it it really just kind of upset my my stomach and made me feel ill so i uh am not not drinking lots of it like taking a little sip so Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that some people have that with tequila, for example. My
0: mom really hates rum.
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: That's me. I'm coming back from uh, a long-withstanding hatred of rum.
1: Wow. Uh, Yeah. And that's
0: because I used to sneak, like, finish my mom's rum and Cokes when I was (laughs) much younger. You know, like, I mean, younger. Like, too young to be drinking. And I don't mean, like, 16. Yeah. Uh, But, like, it'd be warm, watered down. You know, so my opinion of rum is skewed from the start right
1: No, uh, in her Scottish accent how would she order that drink Chris uh,
0: <laughs> uh I don't know actually I don't know how she would so do we'll, that.
1: we'll do a little role play i be like uh uh okay that's great a, a sprite for for the lad and and what will you be having ma'am
0: um I'll have a and coke <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh it's so good uh, it's, uh, we learned last week on last week's show that uh Chris's parents both have Scottish accents. Oh my uh, gosh! So I've been they didn't to just adopt out them; out they're them. both
0: Scottish. Yeah.
2: Did they? Did they live in Toronto too?
0: Uh, no, they uh, live in a suburb of called Burlington, which is where I'm now. Which where I was born. Burlington. Um, Burlington, Ontario. Yes, it's uh, very. Uh, it's got the nickname Borington. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I is once it, heard that in high school. I was like, that's pretty appropriate. Borington, Ontario.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh you canadians are sweet ah aren't we uh um,
2: burlington that's in Ver- like the the other vermont yeah vermont. Bur- mm-hmm. i was thinking vermont. where's scar scarborough is another that's another like suburb of toronto right yeah that's
0: on the have... other it's east side of toronto yeah
2: yeah hmm.
0: have you been up here
2: i have yes, uh, to, scarborough? yes. Uh, to scarborough yes
0: oh okay do you oh. do you have friends there or you just who my, hasn't been where, to scarborough that's where my right grew up. <laughs> yeah. no way yeah Awesome. Um,
2: so we went just not yes. that not that long ago. But I was just thinking, like Burlington, Scarborough—they both, they're both like names of other places. I don't know why. Yeah. Why I rem- like that struck a chord with me. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's okay. It's uh, it's it's fine. It's because it's true. Um, I think Mike Myers called. He grew up in Scarborough, and I think he called it Scarperia. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. When I, when I was up there, we just drove around to all the streets that were mentioned on the recent Drake album. So. <laughs> oh, awesome.
0: Cool. Yeah. How was that? Was it thrilling? Yeah,
2: it was pretty great.
0: <laughs> was, it, was it, did it feel like the bottom?
2: Yeah, did <laughs> it, it did.
0: I wouldn't know a Drake street name if, it, uh, if I was born on the street. <laughs> I'm, trying
2: to remember what, I'm trying to remember what they were now. It was like, oh, it was like going up to Morningside. Like mm-hmm. take dry, taking the Acura up to Morningside—that was one of them. Uh-huh.
0: Okay, so Whatever. so was it a, a rough area?
2: No, it's like a really like kind of nice suburb.
0: Yeah, so, that's the thing. I think he so, was actually so born what's in the bottom. middle. He's talking about no, he was born in the middle.
1: He started in the middle. Oh, but and now he's here. So is is the song uh, a riff on Born on Third Base and thought he had a thought he had a
0: standing triple?
1: Well, I think look, this- <laughs> yeah,
0: I love that line the, the story
2: that i know about drake is that like his mom moved him to a really nice area like she was she was like didn't have a lot of money on her own she's a single mom hmm. and she moved him to like the nice area but lived in like a basement apartment so that he could go to the nice school
1: not a lot of rappers have single mothers <laughs> just kidding uh, all of them have single moms. yeah tessa you should try your
0: other drink though yeah let me
2: try it i know uh, i've just been sucking that one down yeah Let's try this
0: one, Tessa. Just I don't want to influence your opinion. Go ahead and sip. Yep, uh, I don't influence your opinion, but I am getting crushed in this competition. So
1: yeah, we're, we've been keeping just, track of whose drink gets picked, and uh,
2: this is really complex. I really like it. The last uh, word.
1: That's what uh, uh, that's what we're sipping right now. Eh? I'm a
0: complex kind of guy. So you
1: are. You, you have many layers, Chris. You're kind of like an onion.
2: <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> herbaceous.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a uh, favorite word of Ben's.
1: I things. think that the, the way that the lime interacts with the chartreuse in that is really cool.
2: What is chartreuse?
1: Uh, well, we talked about it on a previous episode, but it's basically... I actually read the back of the bottle of the chartreuse today when I was uh, preparing my kit. And uh, uh, as as I alluded to in a previous episode, it's a secret recipe only known by three monks. In, uh, <laughs> they're Carthusian monks. Um, and it, the the label is also quite proud of the fact that the color is l- named after the liquor.
2: What is what is Carthusian?
1: I don't know it's some sect of. It
2: sounds like Star Trek
1: or Star Wars. One of oh, the two. Oh man, yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. it is.
0: Maybe they're like interplanetary monks.
1: Maybe that's why they know how to make liquor that is both syrupy and higher alcohol
0: than gin. <laughs> <laughs> so you think it's. Herbaceous, complex.
2: You know what? I really like it a lot.
0: Cool. Do you like it better than the other one is the question? Just just sit with it. You know, sit with it. Th- sit up, <laughs> think about Think about writing your sister's uh, okay Cupid. Oh, OK,
2: right. Right.
0: Yeah. In the context of the...
2: In that context.
1: It has to be contextual or, <laughs> or you know, from the standpoint of running the... St- okay cupid profile of one's own sister (laughs) what drink is the better pairing
2: (laughs) do i have to tell you guys right now i Mm -mm. i thought we were gonna let it sit for a second
0: yeah yeah no absolutely let it yeah like there's a lot of pausing uh, happening right now but
1: we could do our twitter recommendation and find out after the break
0: let's do our twitter recommendation what's that here it comes
1: Every week, people are at great pains to find out what cocktails pair with the events that they're going through, and they tweet at Drink About It. Do they not? They do. And uh, what uh, what do we got this week, Chris? Uh,
0: this week, uh, good friend, George Kane, has submitted a request, possibly the most, uh, now, not to take away from the other ones, but this one is a pretty uh, momentous uh, request. It's his uh, grand's 90th birthday. And Gran?
1: Uh, what is he, some kind of foreigner? Yeah, he's from <laughs> Ireland,
0: yeah. It, I, she's Nana, I think, is what he calls her. Nana. And her, na- her name is Minnie, which is maybe the best name ever. Minnie the Nana. It's
2: good yeah. for an old woman. It
0: is, yeah, a 90-year-old lady. Um, uh, so he asked for a cocktail that he could make or they could make at the party and uh, uh, celebrate her 90 years. And so he gave us a couple of scoops. Uh, inside, a little bit inside baseball which uh this
1: is this is more more information than we usually have to work with on that's, that's
0: true and i mean i think maybe because it's you know it's a pretty important thing and, and i certainly didn't want to screw up someone's 90th birthday party no Do you, ben? that's a lot
1: of uh that's a lot of responsibility yeah i totally it,
0: agree uh anyway so uh continuing with the classic cocktails we have a, a a twist on a classic um this is called the new bee's knees um it's a quarter cup. Now, stick with me here, okay? It's a quarter cup of hot water, but you'll understand why. A uh, quarter cup of hot water, one teaspoon of dried lavender blossoms, Whoa. a quarter cup of honey, uh, three ounces of gin, one ounce of lemon juice. Now, that, this is enough for two drinks, okay? Oh, okay. We'll let the records show. Uh, and so the hot water is to make this honey lavender syrup, and to do that, uh, you mix the hot water and dried lavender blossoms in a bowl, let it steep for five minutes, Whisk in a quarter cup of honey and strain into another bowl. Uh, Add three teaspoons of the honey syrup. so it's kind
1: of like a tea almost.
0: Yeah. Um, So you're going to, in a shaker, you're going to add three teaspoons, uh, sorry, tablespoons of the honey syrup, gin, and lemon juice into a cocktail shaker with ice. Shake well and strain into two chilled martini glasses. Garnish with a sprig of lavender. Wow. Now, the lavender comes uh, into it because Minnie's favorite color is lavender, so as a flavor, I'm oh. taking a bit of a chance, but it's gonna look real nice. So I feel like if you like the color, you're gonna like the flavor. And you know, to be fair, it's it's a little bit involved, a tiny bit involved, but if George, if you don't have the time, Come to on, this is this in your is your ninetieth birthday, it yeah. only
1: happens once in a lifetime.
0: Yeah, and if you don't have the time, you've failed as a grandson. Yeah, uh, exactly. But,
1: examine your priorities in life.
0: Now if there's a question of like large numbers, there is a, a an easier alternative. Um, and that's uh, an ounce and a half of dry gin, an ounce of lemon juice, half ounce of honey, and two to three dashes of lavender bitters. Um, they were suggesting Scrappies. Uh, <laughs> so you shake well, with ice, strain, uh, shake well with ice, strain into a cocktail glass, and garnish with a lavender sprig. Same those,
1: thing. Those are the lazy man's way out. Also, who knows if they can get Scrappies in the
0: UK? That's an Oregon brand. Well, the internet, you know, that is, is out there.
1: Th- th- the internet does exist. Um, <laughs>
0: Well, uh so and, hopefully and, George if you make that you sh- uh, share with us. Let us yeah, know. Yeah, let us know.
1: Mm-hmm. Nobody ever lets us know. I guess uh, Tyson Elder did did his drink and took a nice picture of it. Yeah. Um, I think I think
2: I, that I think that's nice for for a grandma's, you know, not 90th birthday was it? Yes. 91st 90th. 90th. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think it's nice and you don't want to mess that up because I think grandma would let you know
0: right you know oh, yeah. by she's, that
2: point they'll be like what not, is this crap you made yeah. <laughs> <There's
0: a laughs> you certain, can't
2: say that about honey lavender there's hot. a certain age it's at really which nice. people drop all it's of their beautiful. filters yeah
1: yeah
0: well this is apparently uh, a cocktail that's reminiscent of the roaring 20s and then you know <laughs> scott was asking me uh you know was she did she take a trip on the titanic uh you know trying to think <laughs> of things like that happened back then and then we were thinking like is reminiscent of the roaring 20s and she would have if she's lucky been an infant you know, uh, if she was born at all, so it's right. reminiscent of a time slightly before her time.
2: Right. Uh, she well, she would have been born the world right, into in which 19... she was born. Nineteen, is that? Thir-
0: oh, was there a way to figure twenty-four? Thirty-four. Is there a right? way to She's figure it out? She's 90. Yeah. S- simple math. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I didn't do any of it.
1: <laughs> no. Um, Chris, I uh, I was I was a little bit critical of of this drink, the cream sherry flip out of the out of the gate. I'm really coming around to it. As I sip it yes. more, I like it more, um, and uh, I feel like it is emboldening me to spend, possibly waste thousands of dollars. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> good, good. So I, th- I think you did a good job this week. Thanks. Um, and I hope you didn't do as good a job for Tess's situation.
2: You know what I'll say is that- we are very
1: competitive on this <laughs> show, or at least I am.
2: The copywriter, I'm going to take a sip right now.
1: Yeah. She to the copywriter.
2: It's very good. It ha- it is definitely the drink that I would drink if I was writing my own OK Cupid profile. Oh, that's interesting. But
0: That sounds what? like a consolation. That sounds like a consolation.
2: I'm writing my sister's OK Cupid profile. <laughs> and so I think the last word is that Chris wins this week.
1: Oh. The drink is really
2: really good, but it's like something that you could only do in small doses, mm-hmm. such as writing your sister's OK cupid profile, you can only do it a little bit. It's really you know, you can't drink a column glass. Right. You can only drink a martini glass. Sure. Um and it's something that I probably wouldn't have like thought was all of my taste, but it's really good. It was surprising and wonderful and I loved it.
1: This this is all this all makes a lot of sense in retrospect and makes me wish that I'd picked a different drink.
0: (laughs) Yeah, of course, always. Every week Obviously
1: obviously the last word is the correct drink to be Drinking when you're writing your sister's okay, Huber profile. Sure. <laughs> well, I mean, I think... I yeah. really feel like a dope. <laughs> I wish I'd saved the yolk from that egg that went into my drink so I could put it on my
0: face right now. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> uh, well, I mean... I think I skewed the result. I'm going to say maybe Tessa was being really nice and she threw me a bone. But that's I'm I'm going to take it anyway because that's the kind of guy. No,
1: I, no, 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 no. Tessa is Tessa is a professional. news That's reporter. true. Oh my God, she, you're a journalist. Chris, she, you're I'll journalist. tell
2: you this. I will do you no favors. <laughs> Doing you no favors right now. I appreciate, now. She I
1: appreciate that. She detaches her emotions <laughs> from the situation and takes an objective look. That's at right. The sure. Uh, you
0: know what? I forgot myself for a second. I forgot what was happening and what you did for a living. And now I. Thank you. I am the I've, champion this week.
2: I'm not afraid of how awkward this makes it sitting next to Ben. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's probably going to, you know, punch me on the way out. I've said no. it in weeks
0: past. I've said it in weeks past. Ben is not afraid to hit a woman. How you, know,
2: you know what I saw today? I saw, like, this list of words. I saw this list of words today that are words that don't exist in different languages, and one of them was one that I really liked, and I thought of it just now. I think it was a German word, and it was for a face that needs a fist.
1: Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Whoa. I'll have
2: to look it up. I'll have to look at what it was. But.
1: Yeah, please well, do. Well, uh, after that little remark about how I'm willing to hit women, Chris <laughs> has one of
0: those faces. <laughs> ben, you know that's a joke, right? We're busting each other's uh, nards. I
1: really I really hope so. I, I uh, When I was in middle school, a girl came up to me and told me that she thought when I was a grown-up I would hit my wife, and it Whoa. really upset me. It was like basically basically the harshest insult I've ever, yeah, it was, you know, middle school. Let me tell and you, like we were just getting really good at, at tearing each other's souls apart, I guess. But, uh, I had no comeback for that. I was just like,
0: what? I think, I think I was in second grade and, uh, the, the popular, popular game for about five minutes, uh, was kicking tag, <laughs> and oh, yeah, the object Solange was Solange plays with Jay Z, right? But I'm not, I'm not. kidding.
2: Yes, we worked it in.
1: We
0: worked it in. Oh, it Tessa was. I really plan? wanted to talk about Solange this week. Uh, I who? said
2: that was my life event. Was just processing all of the emotions I felt seeing that video. Yeah.
0: And, and you are not alone. I, I think uh, anyone's news feeds in any social media was flooded with that information. Yeah. Um, I couldn't get away from it. But, it was a big uh, deal. The kicking tag thing just to finish quickly was uh all the guys were avoiding the girls who were it and they had to kick the guys in the nuts.
2: That's what I did. Yeah.
0: That's what wow. you did. Yeah.
2: I did I didn't I like I had no like sense of like what it felt like to have nuts and
0: <laughs> Really? How it hurt. Wait, I don't understand. What do you mean?
2: When I was in when I was like in third grade, fourth grade, I would like knee guys that i had crushes on in the nuts you crush their nuts some guys that are into that no they were not into it It it's not not Is a a terrible strategy for getting
1: yeah a boyfriend you didn't uh, (laughs) you're not
0: incorporating that into your sister's okay cupid file don't
2: i didn't put that in there
0: i also think you'd render your boyfriend's girlfriends by crushing their nuts so it's true (laughs) i don't know
2: i think nuts are pretty resilient (laughs) (laughs) Mm. but what do you know yeah, this is true. <laughs>
1: true. Uh, we'll 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 do some tests after the uh, after the show is over. Uh, so, you'll tune in next week to find out.
2: Wait, I have so I have two word I have three words for you guys. Okay. Okay, so one of the words this is the the German word for a face badly in need of a fist, and it's Backfingigkeit. <laughs>
0: sorry, are you, are you choking on something? <laughs> oh, that's terrible. What a terrible it's, dad joke that was. It's spelled
2: B-A-C-K-P-F-E-I-F-E-N-G-E-S-I-C-H-T.
1: That is uh, delightfully German. There's also a nice illustration of a, uh, of a woman then, punching a man.
2: Oh, <laughs> Slightly apropos. there's also a Norwegian word. And it, the word is utepils. And it's to sit outside on a sunny day enjoying a beer. That's, That's wow. the word for that act.
1: Utapils. That, that, <coughs> that is a complicated uh, idea to put into such a <laughs> short word.
0: I like Ootapils. it. Utapils. Utapils. I'm going to uh, offer up a sip to the gods every time I drink a beer in the sun. Utapils. Sounds good. <laughs>
1: things up it's been a it's been emotional uh i'm really I'm, I'm really feeling terrible about the uh the showing i made today with my drink for our guest
0: but ben don't you know why why because it doesn't matter
1: oh yeah right <laughs>
0: uh, but uh we should uh we should obviously thank tessa
1: stewart for coming in here thank and you, tessa. being subjected to these drinks and our dad jokes um, Tessa, where can people find you on the internet?
2: I have I have a Twitter account. It's Tessa Stewart. Stewart is with a U.
1: Stewart, okay. And uh, also on villagevoice.com. Yeah,
2: villagevoice.com. That's our website.
1: That's a good website. Yeah. Wait, um, we didn't even talk about the fact that you used to be the Hollywood beat for BuzzFeed.
2: It's true. I was their first. I was their first Hollywood reporter. It was. horrible. It was.
0: It... <laughs> oh, you almost said it. Go on, finish that thought. <laughs> uh, well, we don't want to. I was. I was, any... I
2: was bad at that job. <laughs> but I got to go to the Oscars and Sundance, and it was wonderful. And my co-workers were lovely people, and I loved them very much. And yeah. I don't work there anymore.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, you're, you seem happier these days.
2: It was a good. It was a, a good. Good move. Uh, I missed I missed the all weekly thing. I stopped it for a while, and mm-hmm. then it called me back like a siren.
0: Oh, is that intense? Is it? I wanted
2: like... I wanted to make so little money, and yeah. I wanted our sure. readership to be so low.
0: Yeah, <laughs> well, um, congratulations! I really there. encourage you to follow
1: <laughs> Tess's Twitter feed because she tweets like some pretty outrageous shit that she's found out about New York City on there, and uh, and you can often click it and find like a three thousand word article that she's written for The Voice
0: that will just blow your socks off. Oh, it's um, very nice. I'm in. Yeah, it's great. Uh, and Who else we got to thank? We got to thank Scott Anderson for engineering this bad boy uh, this week. Uh, thank you, Scott. You can find him at at uh, Gravy Robert um, on Twitter, which he still has one tweet. So has Wait, Robert?
2: Tweet? Robert?
0: Gra- Gravy Robert.
2: <laughs> What's Robert?
0: It's... Uh, We were talking about it before. It's from Tim and Eric. I think "Gravy Robbers" was a commercial that uh, Zach Galifianakis did, Um, and he just—it was already taken, so he did "Ed" instead of "S." Gravy (laughs) Robbers. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Thank you to Graham Walsh for making the music for this show. Paul Watling to uh,
1: for making the pictures of us that adorn our website. And great, great anybody keeping
0: anybody keeping track, uh, our other engineer James Black is still waiting for the delivery of his baby. Still waiting. A week overdue. This is some bullshit. Yeah, the bad boy is co- all, co- all cozy.
2: I already don't like this baby. Yeah.
0: <laughs> chop chop, baby. So, so far we've Show said uh, on time, you know. So far we've said fuck you, new dad, and I don't like this baby. Yeah. So we gotta really turn it around next week. Only
2: (laughs) punctual babies.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, you run (laughs) on a deadline. Yeah. So I get it. I understand where that comes from.
2: That's right.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, folks. uh, I guess uh, that is all for this week. Later, potato.
0: (sighs) Later, potato. You look like... like Everything's all right on your end, or what? Uh, yeah, we're doing good.
1: It's probably it might just be like a Skype
0: deal. Oh, oh yeah, right. It could be the Skype. I keep it forgetting what's Skype. For good yeah, Okay. Cool. Never mind. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, there uh, you okay. Go. Well. Um, Fuck you.